kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. <laughs> Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. You'll stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. our last one for more and more tales to give you goosebumps special edition number five we made it what's cooking what's cooking so we're gonna go through this final story and then we're gonna discuss what we thought was the nastiest the scariest our favorite and least favorite of these 10 short stories what's cooking matthew oh you know, uh, my butt in this summer heat. What? Yes. I meant really more the story. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to start, for, you know how we read the first paragraph and the last paragraph? We're going to start reading the first page of this one because it's so good that we can't not. And I'm just, let me just say I'm so thrilled about this episode. Thrilled. Thrilled. I'm so Insane. excited. It's this whole whole book. Don't you guys think? Hasn't more and more Tales of Give You Goosebumps been the wackiest, nastiest, the wackiest, weirdest? The weirdest. So Silly, fucking weird. So fun. And it, it's gonna end on the absolute the, the, the wackiest. Yep. My story starts in the year 1947. That year, the cafeteria cook at the Mill Road School presented a new mystery meat every day. The cook's name was Susan Chopman. Each morning, Susan Chopman left school with her cleaver and then returned with a big bag of meat. It was always gross, slimy in one part, gristly in another. The kids nicknamed her Chop Suey because her Chinese surprise was the worst lunch of all. Then came the day of the chopped fingers. She said it was hot dogs and tomato soup. But the kids refused to eat it. They believed it was really chopped fingers. They revolted, chanting, Chop suey, chop suey, chop suey. It drove the cook wild. She flew into the lunchroom, hacking at tables with her meat cleaver, until the police dragged her out. Years later, someone saw an obituary saying Susan Chopman was dead. Everyone said she had fallen on her own beloved cleaver while working in a meat-packing plant. That's when the strange things began happening. The cleaver marks on the walls, the hacked-up rats in the school refrigerator, the runaway school bus. What? After that, they closed the school for good. Wow. Cool story, Robert, Diana says, as the two of them approach Mill Road School. I will say, pretty cool story, and also more violent. More violent. I think this is the most violent thing we get out of Goosebumps. Ever, ever in Goosebumps, I think. Yeah, pretty insane. it's shockingly nasty and evil and twisted. Twisted the cleaver. So Mill Road School is this square, three-story brown brick building, and Diana is Robert's cousin and also his neighbor. And they both flunked math. And they have summer school together. Aw, tits. Now, Mill Road School has been boarded up for years, but it was just... Same. It was just been reopened because of the overcrowding in their school. Same. 
And uh, Diana says, wow, you have such a great imagination, Robert. And Robert says, listen, girl, everyone knows the story of Chop Suey. This is making me hungry. Oh, I know. It's making me hungry, too. And and he says, anyway, besides, I'm giving up my imagination. Robert was voted most imaginative, which he thinks is super lame. I don't know. He'll grow up to be the most the most successful and the coolest. Well, he says, why couldn't I have gotten best looking? I do have short blonde hair and blue eyes. Excuse me while I roll my eyes out of their sockets. Ugh. He says, I don't think I'm bad looking. And Diana says, well, you know, I do remember that story. My friend Kevin told me that if you say chop suey three <laughs> times while standing on your tiptoes, chop suey comes back from the deed. Can you imagine that? And Robert says, I don't imagine anymore. That's so funny. So they go inside for summer school. There are workmen everywhere fixing things. And the teacher says, get to class. And they say, where, where is our class? We have no idea. Like, where are we? Chop suey. And they, they end up stumbling into the lunchroom. And Diana says, hey, that's the lunchroom. Let's check it out. Chop suey. So they go into the lunchroom. And then they go into the kitchen and Di- someone's in the kitchen with Diana. Someone is in the kitchen with Diana. And Diana says, I'm sorry, Robert. I have to say it. I have to say. It. He says, go ahead. Nothing will happen. So Diana stands at her tiptoes and says, chop suey, chop suey, chop suey. And then all the faucets turn on full blast. No, I'm too scared. They get so scared that they run out of the kitchen. And Robert turns to look and, and t- at Diana, but she's gone. Diana. And and he grabs the arm of a worker nearby and says, help, help, my friend is missing. Chop Suey got her. And he sees that Diana is laying sprawled on the floor of the lunchroom. It wasn't Chop Suey. She just slipped on grease. Oh, but he says, no, no, no. You don't understand. Excuse me, Mr. Worker. Chop Suey is here. Chop Suey is here. The faucets turn on. And the man laughs and says, that old story. The faucets came on because I turned on the main valve in the basement. I'm the plumber. Oh, I'm Emil, the night janitor. Diana stands up from her grease slip. And they both leave totally embarrassed. Same. I'm humiliated. They find their class and they decide to talk it over at lunch. And um, about everything that had happened. And Robert is sinking his teeth into a peanut butter and jelly at lunch. Wow, on brand. And it feels slimy and wet and disgusting. I'm not disgusting. It's not PB&J. It's liver. Ew, sick. It's raw liver. And, uh, and... Ew, that's, that is Ro- fucked up. Robert's like, no, I had PB&J. I saw my mom make it. And... Diana says, maybe it was chop suey. I know it was chop suey. After school, Robert goes to Diana at her locker, and she's standing at her locker all tense and hunched over, and he said, what is it? And she turns around, she said, someone chopped up my blue backpack with a cleaver! And she <laughs> she holds up her backpack, and it's positively shredded. This one's she's not back. wasting any chop time Chop suey is back. First the sandwich, now this. So they decide to go tell the principal that chop suey is back. But the door is locked. Oh, no. Some principal. So they decide to just go home. Good night. The next day at lunch, it's a hot lunch. Ooh. Ooh. And Robert and Diana are first in line. But 
in line, Diana drops her tray in shock. Because behind the counter stands a huge woman. She's so huge. She's six feet tall. What? That's unheard wow. of. Wow. With wild black eyes and a scowl while holding a shining cleaver. It's her. It's Chop Suey. And the woman says, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, 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 I forgot to put the cleaver down. I didn't mean to hold it up like that. Step up for a yummy lunch. It's tomato soup surprise. What's wrong? Don't you like tomato soup and hot dogs? The woman says everyone loves Aunt Sue's cooking, and the two of them go, Aunt Sue? Aunt Sue Chopman? And Robert says it's got to be a coincidence. So the tomato soup surprise is tomato soup with, like, gray chunks of hot dog floating in it. Yeah. I could get I could get into that. That's a real thin line for me for totally disgusting and absolutely delicious. <laughs> and... Um, they look at it and it looks gross and Diana, then Diana, Diana gasps and points to the wild loopy script written on a blackboard on the wall. It says, tomorrow's lunch, meet surprise Aunt Sue's special <laughs> recipe. And Aunt Sue stares at them from behind the counter with her arms crossed in a scowl. And Diana's freaking out, but Robert's like, listen, she's probably just a wacky old cafeteria cook. Yeah, that's probably right. After school, Diana realizes that, oh no, she left her math book. Oh no, and her math test is tomorrow. Oh shit, she left it in the lunchroom too. Oh. She says, I'm worried, it's in the lunchroom. And Robert's like, it's no big deal. I'm pretty proud and brave. Let's go back. But the front door of the school is locked, so they go to one of the back doors. Also, like, like, tell your mom that you left your book, and then they can figure it out. Like, why do you have to go back to the school by yourself? And And, like, I... I mean, I guess we never went to summer school or whatever, but summer school sounds a lot like just, like, regular school, you know? Yeah. Like, I always thought summer school was more, like, a half day, and you go in for your class, and then, like, that's it. As no, it sounds to... like regular school. It sounds like regular school. Anyway, uh, they sneak into the back doors of the school that are open. They sneak past a janitor who's whistling and mopping, and they they go back to the lunchroom and grab the book, and as they pick up the book, a voice snarls. Not so fast. So you don't like Aunt Sue's tomato surprise? Aunt Sue stands with the cleaver in her hand. They're like, no, no, we we loved it, Aunt Sue. Seriously, it was so good. Liar, she screams. I saw you. You didn't need it. And they run and duck behind a table as she throws the cleaver at them and it lands on the table. Insanity. They race, they race out as she pulls the cleaver out, and they run into the nearest classroom, locking the door. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, is all Robert can say, manage to possibly say. And Diana goes, wait a minute. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm a movie expert. There's got to be a way to stop her. Because she said, oh boy, three times, like you say, chop suey three times. That's right. And they see Aunt Sue floating outside the classroom window, <laughs> floating and laughing. And they try and undo the lock to, uh, like, get out of the room, I guess. But it's jammed. And Chop Suey flies into the room, basically. I love the idea of this six-foot-tall, black-eyed, wi- wild-eyed woman with a cleaver laughing and screaming and flying and floating and throwing her cleaver. Eee! So Chop Suey flies into the room. I guess maybe they're trying to lock the door. The door wouldn't lock. Anyway, Chop Suey flies into the room and they scream, we're dead meat. She says, you're right. You're tomorrow's meat surprise. 
Diana sa says out loud, okay, if this is a movie, if this is a movie, we say the monster's name backwards. We read Slappy's l words backwards. As Chopsui flies towards him with her cleaver raised, they split up. Chopsui goes after Robert, and and then as she's going after Robert, Diana sort of is trying to distract her and says, Che Chopsui! And Aunt Sue says, Don't call me that! And Diana says, Let's try the backwards movie idea, like they say in movies. So they all together, the three of them shout, Suey Chop! Suey Chop! Suey Chop! And Chop Suey screams, No! And begins spinning around the room as she were caught as if she were caught in a tornado. <laughs> the cleaver flies out of her hand and wedges itself into the blackboard. She disappears. It worked, just like in the movies. Robert says, let's get out of here. Summer school is over. And he runs home to tell his mom, 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 wait till I tell you what happened. She says, can it wait? I'm late. Oh, and I ordered Chinese for supper. I hope lo mein is okay. Um, he was like, well, that's fine with me. I I'm cool with that. And she says, I, uh, he's like, I didn't even realize how starving I, I am. And the mom, mo his mom, <laughs> this is so crazy. It's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. And I love it. The mom reaches up on her tiptoes to get a bowl from the cabinet. And she <laughs> says, well, and you know what your father ordered? He always orders the same thing. Chop suey, chop suey, <laughs> chop suey. And he goes, mom, no, don't say that. And she says, what is it, honey? And then the doorbell rings. So I've already read the first paragraph, so I'm going to read the last one. Before I could answer, the doorbell rang. That's probably the delivery person, she said. Would you answer the door, please, Robert? The end. Like, that's that's so extreme. It was like no holds barred, so, complete, so completely insane and just totally ridiculous. And I loved it. And I loved it. Chop Suey is such a ludicrous name. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it. So, to so just to remind you, yes. these, these are the 10 short stories. Mm -hmm. The Haunted Guitar, Tune In Tomorrow, <laughs> Live Bait, Something Strange About Marcy, The Ghost Sitter, Fun With Spelling, Matt's Lunchbox, Stuck in 1957, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, and What's Cooking. Okay. So let's go with, the, what's your least favorite first? Uh, my least favorite is Fun With Spelling. That was also my least favorite. And I mean, I, I mean, I can't, I can't help but think that that has something, something to do with the fact that it's not R.L. Stein. I know. You know, I know, but like, it's just like, it's the least fun. Like, it's just like, it's just not, it's not the one. It's not the one. It's not the one. It's just not the one. And that's, there, that's okay. There are like fun aspects about almost the re all the rest of them that I can get behind. And there's just nothing in there that's fun or interesting to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here for it. Uh, what was the nastiest? Do you want to say our nastiest at the count of three? Uh, no, you don't. Why not? I think I, I, I have, I think mine's different than yours. Which would be fun because then we say at the same time and then it's different. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. What's Matt's cooking? lunchbox. Yes. Talk to me about why it's Matt's lunchbox. You know, it probably is what's cooking, honestly. Yeah. But I was thinking about Matt's lunchbox, and there's something to me about those creatures, those monsters that are like, <laughs> with their spinning, rolling eyes. Yes. And, and like chomping all, on all his food and his candies and eating. Yeah. That it, it just has like a special sort of like gremlins quality to it. It does. That I think is really twisted and nasty. Yes. 
but I, I but I do think chop soup. I sorry, I do think what's cooking has a lot of that sort of twistedness. I as think well. what's cooking is doubly nasty because it's like literally literally nasty with like the fingers in the and tomato soup and stuff like that, and also just nasty because how wild and nasty the idea is. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I I I would I would say what's cooking or um, Matt's lunchbox for yeah. sure. What do you think was the scariest? The scariest for me is what's cooking. Ooh, very good. The scariest to me is what's cooking because I don't think we've ever gotten a Goosebumps book where there is a floating six foot tall human being tossing a meat cleaver at children. Yes, yes. I my, mine's different to me. I think the scariest one is uh, the, something strange about Marcy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love something strange about Marcy. It doesn't fit any of these descriptions, but it's like. You've got to get the big, the big yes, shout out. I also put what's cooking as like ultimately the scariest one. Although I think there's some fun stuff about the ghost sitter that has some sort of ghostly charm scares to it. But, but mostly yeah. it really like full out scream machine. It's, uh, it's, it's what's cooking, but the ghost sitter's close behind that for me. What is your favorite out of these? My favorite is there's, I do have a favorite and then there's one right really close behind it. And my favorite is Mirror, Mirror on the Wall with What's Cooking right behind it. Yes. Because I love Bonnie Sue Bowers. And I just love Bonnie Sue it's Bowers. Just so, it was so much fun to read that short, short story. Just the ending of this, just to end with Mirror, Mirror on the Wall and What's Cooking is just a to- total blast. Total blast. I think my, my favorite is also Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. However, I have such a special spot in my heart for the ghost sitter. I don't know why it doesn't do anything to me. me really. To me, it's the tw- to me it's the haunted house twist at the end that it's a pig in the house. Ha- no, oh no, it's no, their no. house that's haunted. The twist is that to me the twist is so good and so fun that it turns out the haunted house is the one they're living in. And there's that subtle shout out to it earlier with the dad like his hand yes. getting caught in the door. Yeah, there's enough sort of ghostly new kid charm haunted house to it. That it has what I want from a Goosebumps short story. Yeah. But Mirror Mirror on the Wall has Bonnie Sue Bowers, and there's really basically nothing. I wish I liked the Ghost as much as you do. I also think there's some fun things in the idea behind the Haunted Guitar, and the idea behind Tune In Tomorrow, I think, is yes, really hilarious. definitely b- with Tune In Tomorrow. But, and there's stuff, there's stuff, like, overall, this was, this collection of short stories was the most fun to read out of the all the ones yes we had so it was far. just like balls to the wall it's, it was and it just trying weird shit especially it, when you think about what's cooking i mean it's just like yeah literally just like throwing throwing what it, throwing stuff against the wall and see if it sticks throwing the cleaver against the wall and see if it sticks to the blackboard yes I, I yeah i'm not sure it's my my favorite of the t- um tales to give you goosebumps it's not but it it definitely it was the most fun Mm. For, so far, yeah. I, I believe. Yeah. So all over the place. We only have one more collection. Of I mean, short we've been doing stories. this for years now. At this point, I know. So it's like what this one is. What even more? I forget. More, oh, I think it's more and more and more tales. Yes, I it? think you're right. Yeah, it's more and more and more tales to give you goosebumps. And they're all they're all Christmas holiday themed. Yes. So which sure. is very rare for goosebumps. But like, let's do it. Um, say hi to us. If you lock at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or you can say hey to me personally uh, on Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery or on Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. My Twitter is iRobotUJane and my Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. We can't wait to get into some um, 
ghostly Christmas. Yeah, this is so we, we've had Halloween short stories. We, these have been like our summer. summer ones. So summer's over and it's time for Christmas. <laughs> it's time for Christmas. Now there are some really good ones. There are some fantastic ones. My, Probably one of my favorites of the entire. My favorite short story that R.L. Stein has ever written for Tales of the Goosebumps is in that. Yes, it's also mine. It's and my my entire personality is based off of yes, that. Yes, uh, a joint personality. So that's sure. not. Uh, a teaser enough to get you to listen to the upcoming episodes that I don't know what is girl because that is the truth so we'll see you under the Christmas tree if you dare. dare